Hello, welcome to Flumadiddle Studios in Gadsden, Alabama. On the Flumadiddle campus. I'm Keith. And I'm John. Hi, John. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm ready to be their somewhat reliable source of information for at least some things, if not most things. Absolutely. Especially this thing. This thing. Yeah. We're good at this stuff. I'm doing all right. I had a, you know, my ears been bothering me a little bit, and I went to the doctor about that, and he, man, he took this vacuum to that sucker, and he said before he took it, he said, you might get a little dizzy, so pick you a spot out on the ceiling, and he started vacuuming that thing, and I just started- Vacuuming out the old ear holes. I just started spinning. I was like, whoa, man, gosh, easy. But, um, so anyway, speaking of probes, John, what's the topic about today? (laughs) Speaking of probes, we're going to be talking about um, aliens today, man. Aliens. Everybody knows and loves aliens, right? Huge part of popular culture, scientific culture. Absolutely. We don't even know what we're doing, really, since we're only a somewhat reliable source of information. And you know what, Keith? Like, aliens, there is some true, true flummadiddle with a capital F surrounding all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So don't expect us to come to any kind of definitive conclusions or ideas or anything. We're just throwing this stuff up in the air. We're just riffing and having fun and I mean, honestly, talking about stuff. This topic right here, we can be sure that we will be just as reliable as anybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I mean, is not no, very no doubt much. about it. Yeah. So um, anyway, we kind of got on aliens last week. Uh, we were on Frank Abagnale Jr. Don't know if you'll be listening to it last week, but definitely that's what we recorded last week and. I didn't feel real good about it because it was so much information. I felt like we were trying to get through that sucker and get all that out there. So I was like, man, I want to do something more fun next week. And John was like, aliens. So that's so here we are, man. So here we are. So Keith, are there aliens? Um, that's I, the big question. That's the $1 million question, Keith. Right. And I, I, I looked at some stuff on this, man. They got equations out there like Drake equations, Sarah Seeger equation, which I don't even know what they are really. They Got all kind of data. We don't even really care. Yeah, I don't care. It's if you based want to on, figure that out, go look it up. Right. It's based on like how big the universe is and all that stuff, how long it's been around, which yeah, you know, I don't even know I don't even myself don't know think they know that. You know, I don't think they have a grasp on how long it's been around. Right, I got you. You know, there's so there's debates on whether or not the speed of light's even consistent. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And all right. So I don't know. You know, I just I don't want to get into all that, but I did uh, see something, though, from Neil deGrasse Tyson, right. famous physicist, and it was just an analogy that he used. He was asked, you know, are there aliens in the universe? And he said, well, to say there's not aliens in the universe would be very uh, foolish, he said, because, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he said that because we invented radio waves about 70 years ago, you got to think that that's like a BB size sphere okay. in like the size of a football field or something. I mean, like that's how far in the universe we've actually expanded to or communicated to, if you will, through radio waves. And that was on accident. We didn't even start sending signals on purpose till after that. So we're transmitting to the BB in the right. ocean. So his, yeah, right. so his uh, analogy, actually speaking of oceans, is like saying there's no aliens in the universe is kind of like saying... Uh, taking a cup of water out of the ocean and saying, well, there's no whales in the ocean, you know? Right, exactly. Because we just basically, we don't, we we don't can't know. know. The, the universe know. is so big, you know? Something else, isn't it, brother? It is. But so, all right, so we know we haven't contacted aliens for sure. Right. Have they contacted us, though, John? What you think, man? 
Man, I don't know. I guess it depends who you ask. You know, if you're asking those who have been probed by them, they would suggest strongly that they have been contacted in their delicate parts by aliens. Right. I have heard stories, you know. we got a few that I pulled out here. Y'all can look some of these up. Barney and Betty Hill, 1961. They lost a few hours of their life saying they got abducted. You got Robert Taylor. Look that one up. But, John, I think he his could be explained with uh, epileptic seizures. Some okay. of the symptoms he explained, man, it just seemed like epileptic seizures. Uh, was it? Was he sore anywhere when he woke up in the morning? I don't know. I, I know that that would give me an epileptic seizure, probably. Yes, if somebody absolutely, did that to man. Me. But uh, Gary Wood and Colin Wright was another one. He looked that one up. Robert Taylor. Oh, I already said Robert Taylor. Well, give us a little taste of one of these abductions, Keith. All right, let's see here. I think probably my favorite would be the Amy. Let's see, her name was Amy. So Amy Rylance, because it's just kind of hard to explain some of this stuff. It says, "All right, when are we talking about? What year?" Two thousand one, actually. So it's not, that's not too yeah, long. Not ago. too long ago, actually. That's like when yeah. we were like, you know, youngsters. Oh yeah, younger than we are now, anyway. Right, I was like 12. with much more hair than we have now. Right, exactly. So uh, Amy Rylance, one October night, she'd been watching TV alone after her husband Keith, great name, and her friend Petra retreat it to their respective rooms okay all right so what happened was they went to bed around 9 30. two hours later petra her friend returned to the living room just in time to witness amy being carried out the window toward a huge spaceship by a beam of light all, all right, right. Maybe there's some acid involved. I'm not sure. Maybe, I'm just yeah, saying. I don't know. Could have been some acid in there. But anyway. You know, there is some kind of uh, psychedelic where people talk about regularly seeing aliens yeah. and creatures like that. It's not LSD. I, I forget what it's called. It's something. But maybe some of our readers know. But who knows? I, I wouldn't want to be doing stuff that made right. me see aliens if they weren't there. I don't think I would either. I mean, like, Shugs was trying to get me to put uh, ping pong balls on my eyes and look at a red light yesterday while listening to white noise. He said it was I like, know, that's some BBC thing. I haven't looked it up, but that was on Flipboard, man. And well, I had to check it out. Yeah. You Maybe ch- while floating in some salt water with you yeah. know, the sound. You do it and you're okay, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway. right, so tell us about Amy. Isn't that her name? Amy, yeah. We'll just call her Amy McGillicuddy for So right Petra, Petra. I mean, of course, after seeing this, she fainted, right? As you do when aliens yeah. abduct your friends. And, and then she screamed for Keith when she woke up. Keith! Keith! Keith, Amy, this was taken by a spaceship. By a beam of light. So they both decided that the police were was who they should call in this situation. I, I don't know if I would. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's like they're coming your way, police, thinking police they're officer, thinking drugs are involved. You know? Um, yeah, a spaceship just got my friend. But anyway, just 90 minutes though after she went missing, they received a call from a woman in Mackay, Queens. Queensland, Mackay, I guess that's how you pronounce it. Mackay, Queensland. Sure, Mackay, sure. McKay. McKay, maybe it's McKay. yeah. Let's say McKay. It's M A C K. So I was thinking Mackay. E Y M O U S E. Anyway, Mackay Mouse. But what's interesting about that, John, is McKay or Mackay is an eight-hour drive away. So it's ninety minutes after she went missing, she's eight hours away. This woman said that there was a confused and dehydrated Amy in her petrol station. Petrol station, which I guess is the same thing as a gas station. A gas station, station, (laughs) sure, here in the States. So, um, anyway, 
she was unharmed aside from a few red marks on her legs and feet and uh, initially she struggled to identify herself and then she was taken to the hospital bizarrely her body hair had also grown in a manner that suggested a considerable period of time had passed later she re remembered lying on a bench in a brightly lit room with tall figures taking samples from her Hmm. That's kind of peculiar, man. But man, that's you know, some X-Files stuff right there, dude. Who knows, brother? So we're not going to dig too deep into this part, but another part of this whole alien phenomenon would be UFO sightings, right? Right. I know we talked about some of those. Most of those, we think, are, are pretty debunkable. What do you think about them, man? Well, I tell you, I got a little story for you real quick. All right. I won't, I'll give you the short version. I saw an un unidentified flying object, and at least it was un unidentified to me. Right. And I wouldn't be so bold or foolish to suggest that it was an alien spacecraft. But it did seem peculiar. So and it, Was this during your partying days? No, okay. no. I was a young kid then. That was pre-partying days. Pre-partying days. Okay. Right. Pre-partying days. Is it a little more credibility? A little more credibility. I was a pretty good kid. You know, I was about probably eighth grade, 13 years old. I'd been at a football game. And in a, we'll just say a medium-sized Alabama town where Friday night football is a big deal. So there's been a big crowd there. Everybody had left. The stadium lights had gone out. My mom's like 20 minutes late to pick me up, right? No cell phone. So I'm waiting around in the dark out here. And I'm probably, you know, I'm within three or 400 feet of the stadium. And I'm standing out there and I... I see something come down that probably the most, the closest thing to the way it flew would be a helicopter. Hmm. But I was close enough to see this thing that was maybe up two or 300 feet in the air. It didn't appear to be a helicopter to me. It appeared to have lights around the perimeter of it. Um, but it was certainly not a plane or anything like that because it was hovering. And The plane bus. The plane bus. So I watched this thing, and I'm like, what the crap? Because it didn't appear to be a helicopter. Because like I said, it appeared there was a perimeter, which suggests, or the way the lights moved suggested there was some, it was something round right. with lights on the perimeter. Well, anyway, I see this thing, and all of a sudden, you know, it's there for 10, 15, 20 seconds, and then it kind of zips off in a very fast manner. Just So my mom comes and picks me up. So it wasn't like a blimp or a... Hot air balloon. No, as was suggested by some other goofball that we know and love dearly. Yeah, a um, zippy blimp. Yeah, exactly. A zippy blimp. Yeah. As there is a such thing. There's some flumbadiddle right there. There's that would no be a blimp. blimp with an advertisement of Zippy's car wash on Exactly. So there I am. My mom picks me up. We head out towards home. About half a mile away, we're at some railroad tracks. And I point out to my mother. I said, Mother, there's that thing I was telling you about, right? And she looks up like, holy cow. And she sees this same thing. So wow. we proceed to drive a number of miles all the way across town, seeing this thing move. It move. It could move at pretty sharp angles pretty quickly. And so we followed it out basically to the outskirts of our town, and we lost track of it. Never yeah. saw anything like that before or since. Now, my explanation of that is that this town was maybe about 25 miles from Huntsville, Alabama, which, of course, is Marshall Space Flight Center. Right. And, uh, you know, who knows what's going on out there, technology-wise, back then. Uh, if there was drones, early drones, yeah. or some experimental aircraft or something. But it did not appear to be a helicopter. So I figure if it was anything, it was probably some military-related situation. But that is my official UFO sighting. So, that is so cool. I still do not know to this day. I'm jealous because I don't mystery. have a UFO sighting. But a lot of them are... are uh, 
I don't know, pretty. Now Bigfoot's my best. Incredible. Say. I like Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. I I like old Mitch Hedberg, man. He hits the thing. He hits the little one-liners, and he just hits the line. Bigfoot is blurry. He is blurry because Bigfoot's man, blurry. He's elusive. He's elusive. To be a big guy, he's probably the most elusive creature. He's an elusive beast. That'd be a good flumadiddle. Yeah, Bigfoot, big y'all. Yeah, you got a Bigfoot episode coming at you, know you sometime. He's a time traveler. That's what they say. Oh yeah. Or interdimensional. Maybe Bigfoot is an alien. Yeah, he he could be an alien, dude. Big, you heard it here first maybe, on Flumadiddle. Bigfoot is an alien. Speaking of alien Flumadiddlers, it's about time for us to hear a word from our sponsors. Colonoscopy. All right, so Keith, I got one word for you. All right. Roswell, New Mexico. New Mexico. So, interesting place, Roswell, right? You ever hear yeah. of Area 51? Yeah, that's right in between Area 50 and Area 52. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you know where it's not? It is not in Roswell, New Mexico. Two different places. Two huh? different places. For a long time, I didn't know that. Roswell, New Mexico is, of course, as you would guess, in... New Mexico. Exactly. Yeah. And Area 51 is not too far from uh, Las Vegas, somewhere out in the desert. Okay. So we do know where Area 51 is. We do. Okay. We do now. It is confirmed for quite some time. But uh, interestingly enough, in the cultural imagination as uh, regards aliens, a lot of that comes from Roswell, right? Do you know what happened at Roswell? I really don't. Is that where that cool-looking alien was held for a long time? Well, that's what they think they found some stuff, right? So okay. this dude named William Mac Brazell, a farmer, he found metallic rods, pieces of plastic, silvery paper scraps, and all this stuff. He called the sheriff, he called the military... It's a big secret, big thing. Yeah. Probably if they'd have just been honest about what was going on to begin with, all the conspiracy theories would have never started. But that is ground zero for like alien conspiracy theories, right? Right. So who knows what's going on there? That's where that trash bag fell out of the back of my truck. In Roswell, New Mexico? Yeah. That was it. And dude. they found it. In 1950-something or other, right? Right after I hopped on my time machine. Exactly, dude. So we found out years later there's some kind of... Uh, weather balloon type thing some military weather balloon right oh okay that's cool so but for decades people reported seeing strange lights in the desert now let's we're headed over to area 51 right so yeah. this is where all the alien stuff happens supposedly alien spacecraft is kept there uh, years later in 1995 ray santilli released a video that purported to show an alien autopsy after the roswell crash all right so was this was this real I mean, absolute flumadiddle yeah, that's what I thought. But you know what the guy said? What? He said it wasn't real footage, but like it was based on a real thing. Oh, so he he was supposed to be reconstructing what I he guess, saw. I guess you might put it that way. Well, that's way, okay. Right? you got to give him a pass. He's trying. Oh, sure, man. He's doing his <laughs> best, right? So, you know, at Area 51, we're pretty sure now they do lots of top secret military aircraft type stuff. Yeah. So the weird lights, the comings and goings, the secrecy of that, we pretty know... You pretty much know what's going on there, right? Yeah. So anyway, it's where they tested several of their more experimental aircraft as the Cold War raged on, which, like I said, added to its mystery. Right, and that's what I've always kind of thought UFOs probably almost always were, is military experimental craft. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. But now here's some fuel to the fire, right? The, uh, the government finally let on here recently that there was a secret program. All right. 
where they studied aliens. A $22 million program. So they recently said that they studied aliens. And still do, right? The Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program. Okay. So they didn't like study aliens. They studied about aliens. Yeah. They studied about, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of the name. Um, Basically, they study UFOs. Gotcha. Anomalous aerial vehicles, if you will, is what they're studying. So that added fuel to the fire. Like, oh my gosh, maybe the government really does have these uh, aliens and these uh, aircraft and all this crazy space stuff out here at Area 51. Yeah. No proof of that kind of thing, right? Right. But still fuel to the fire, man. But I'm going to tell you something that is very interesting. There's this dude named Melon. Melon? A big old melon. What's his head look like? Looks like a melon. (laughs) So he's a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence who worked for the Advanced Aviation Threat ID program. And he had interviewed pilots who claimed that they saw strange things in the air. Those anomalous... Anomalous. Vehicles. Word of the day. Anomalous. Keith, let's pause for the word for the day. Anomalous. Anomalous. So this is interesting. So this is a F-18 pilot. Okay. You generally think is a you know pretty up and up guy, but who knows? We don't know the guy. But it says this as he describes this aerial anomalous vehicle. Okay. It says it is white, oblong, some forty feet long, and perhaps twelve feet thick. The pilots wow. are. I hope it's not the probe. It's the probe, man. Forty feet long. They're coming to probe the. How, how big did you say? Oh, it's thick. Twelve feet. Twelve feet thick. Wow. Yeah, that's quite a probe. They're transporting their probe. <laughs> The probe transport. There you go. The pilots are astonished to see the object suddenly reorient itself toward the approaching F-A-18. In a series of discreet tumbling maneuvers that seem to defy the laws of physics, the object takes a position directly behind the approaching F-A-18. The pilots capture gun camera footage and infrared imagery of the object. They are outmatched by a technology they've never seen. Wow. So, these credible sources? Seem to be. I mean, it's yeah. an F-18 pilot with assistant deputy director of this thing. The Advanced Aviation Threat ID program has generated at least one report, a 490-page volume that describes alleged UFO sightings in the U.S. and numerous other countries over multiple decades. Multiple? Multiple. Multiple. Decades. All right, I got So, another. how many pages? 490-something? 490, man. 490. That's a lot of sightings. Think of all that, though, man. Roswell. It's an air yeah. balloon. This weather balloon crashes. Right. And boom, it explodes into this huge thing that we are still talking about now. You know, we're going to get into that a little bit later, some aliens in cinema. But before we do, let me ask you this. Shoot. You Go. ready? Ask me. I'm ready. Foo Fighters. What do you think when you hear Foo Fighters? Um, like one of the most awesomest bands in the world. Heck yeah, I love Dave Grohl, dude. Heck yeah. So, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about where they got their name from. Oh, okay. So I didn't know where t- they got their name from. We're taking it back to World War II, brother. A foo fighter. A foo fighter. Okay. Not, so a not fighter. a do fighter. Not a do fighter. A foo fighter. A foo fighter. There is not nearly as much foo in the world as there was. So, Allied aircraft pilots, World War II. Describe okay. various UFOs or mysterious aerial phenomena seen in the skies, primarily over the European theater, but also in the Pacific. 
I think they didn't occur till after about November of 44. So we don't really know what they are, but they purported to see little fireballs oh, okay. off the ends of their wings that tracked and moved along with them. Oh, wow. That they couldn't shake. Like little gremlins on fire. Little gremlins on fire. Some people think it was some electrostatic phenomena, like a almost a northern light type thing, St. Elmo's fire, or simply reflections of light from ice crystals. You ever see that movie where there was a gremlin like eating a wing or something? I don't think I've seen that, man. It was some kind of like, it wasn't Tales of the Crib. It was some kind of weird movie like that, you know, where it had several different stories in it. But there's like this little gremlin on the wing eating it. The guy looked out the window and he saw the gremlin eating the wing. Oh, that's bad. I'd freak out, man. Man, that's bad when gremlins are eating your wings. <laughs> yeah. Whatever kind of wings they are, especially if they're plane wings and they're flying. Exactly. I'd be calling Captain. 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 Eating our wings. So what exactly was a food fighter? I didn't quite get. We still that. never we never found out. Oh, you don't know what a nope. food fighter is. So that that little fireball is that what they call a food fighter. fighter. It's some unidentified, unidentified Un- aerial anomaly. Well, that's cool, man. You know what's really cool about that? What's that? Is that they named a band after that? That is awesome. I know. I love Dave Grohl. Yeah. He's I mean, like guy. if if I could pick something to name a band after, it's kind of like naming a podcast Flumadiddle. It's just cool, you know. Heck yeah, it is. But that's one M. Not two. Because two is? A dessert. Check that out, folks, if you have no clue what we're talking about. All right, Keith, let's move it on along. Oh, they so done that, Googled it by now. Yeah, oh, they have. They had to. If they didn't, they should. Yep. So let's move on down the road, Keith. Right. What I was going to get into from the whole Roswell thing, you know, we got into stuff from Roswell. You end up with what? That stuff filters into popular culture onto the big screen and cinema. Right. Particularly, I think, of Independence Day. You know, heck yeah, that's good alien movie. That's some Roswell type stuff. But let's start over. Let's hit some aliens, dude. Let's hit some of our favorite aliens. All right, what's some of your favorites, man? Oh man, you know what? You gotta love some ET. Okay. Taking it back to junior high school, that'll date me. ET man, yeah, that's awesome. ET's awesome. He wants. To, he just wants to phone home. Yeah, he does, and he's just kind of lovable. You know, he was. He's a lovable. He's alien. not like an alien's gonna come wipe you out. He's, okay, let's talk like about those. What about a scary alien? Oh, scary alien! Like, how about I don't even know what they're called. The aliens out of the movie Aliens. Yeah, those that's are pretty scary. serious. That's serious. Scary how about alien. this? Like, how come? Like, I guess it's just different kinds of creativity. But some aliens in um, movies, you know, Hollywood, whatever, are kind of like bug-like. You know. Yeah, I think that maybe that's uh, people who believe in evolution. They like maybe think that on that their home planet, you know, bugs evolve more or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this looks scary as crap. They look like they're gonna eat your face off and prey. And, gro- and gross too. And because bugs are gross. Bugs so are like gross. a big bug is really. Gross. Or like you know when you see like the close up pictures, the microscopic pictures of a fly face or something or a tick, yeah. and they look kind it's of creepy alien-ish. and gross. It's gross. Yeah, they're here. They're gonna like probe you or eat you or bite you or something. And we are surrounded by bugs. Surrounded. I see them crawling in your eyebrows right this moment. Don't say that, man. I'll freak out. <laughs> as long as it ain't spiders, I'm good. Man, how about some? Here's another scary one. How about some predator? Man, predator was pretty cool, and I kind of put these in a. I got a list of them here. Kind of put them in a order of how popular they are. Okay. And so predator was. Uh, we got the least popular to most popular, so kind of like a top five list here. All right. Predator, man. So he's the least popular? 
Yeah, of my list now. Of the famous now, ones. Yeah, of the but famous ones. Yeah, you had to he's you had to only, be really popular to make the list. He's know? the only dreadlocked alien. Yeah, he's awesome. He's one of my favorites because he's just cool looking, you know. And, I mean, who, you can't beat that first Predator movie. I mean, really, Schwarzenegger was the one that was cool. But I just remember, oh, you remember watching that, though, and thinking, like, the dude's invisible. That is awesome. Like, he has invisible tech, yeah, tech. yeah. I like it. And I thought, too, the infrared tech was awesome that he had. And now we have that. Ain't that neat? That's neat, man. Infrared. It's kind of like another Alien movie, Aliens versus Cowboys. You see that? Uh, it seemed like I might have seen a little bit well, of it. Well, they had drones. But that was way before. Well, we had drones at the time, but it's like before the public knew about Cowboys them. had yeah. drones. Yeah, well, the aliens. A long time ago, they did take yeah, over the drones. Anyway, Predator made five hundred eighty-two million total box office with five movies, but one of those did have aliens in them. Okay, its high standalone movie uh, made ninety-eight million. Ninety-eight million. You yeah. Ninety-eight. Oh, you said million. I was thinking. I was like, man, it didn't make no ninety-eight billion. So anyway, um, what's crazy? I don't know if that's right. I think I forgot to write down the numbers there. But what was crazy though is the original movie made ninety eight million. Which one was that? The Alien or the Predator? Yeah, the original uh, original Predator movie seventy seven, right. which is pretty big for that time. You so you, put yeah, inflation that was a long in time there. ET some extra been out for quite a while, and overall it's made seven hundred ninety two million, and it's just one movie. One movie. So you're talking about five hundred eighty two for Predator with five movies. ET's one movie with seven hundred ninety two. All right. All right, the Aliens Alien, movies. The original Alien. Yeah, Sigourney Aliens. Weaver. Mm-hmm. They had eight movies, but they've made $1.6 billion. The Alien face got all like the snot. Yes, face the gross. Yeah, I think that's kind of why I like Predator better, is just because he's not he so gross. He was free. He is a little free. gross. But he's a little yeah, gross. It's not so flimmy. He's not so flimmy. Now, what about, let's talk about some humanoid type aliens, right? All right, so... Some you more know, anthropomorphic my aliens, wife, if you will. You know, she didn't know this for a long time. She didn't, or at least didn't think about it. She loved Superman, and I just kept saying, you know, well, the thing about Superman though is he's not human. Superman he's an alien. not human. Superman is an alien. He is an alien, but he has made some money on some movies. Eight movies, two point three billion dollars. Of course, we know he started Ooh. out in comic books many, many years ago. And if you had the Superman number one comic book, how cool would that be? Right, we could probably retire now. I know that'd be awesome. All right, so what's another... I have uh, the Death of Superman comic book. It came out in like the 90s. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's probably worth like a few bucks. Probably. Yeah. Shit, um, yeah. His highest standalone movie, though, was $668 million, and then he had one with Batman, Batman versus Superman, Batman. $868 million. So can't quite give it completely to him because Batman was in it. For sure, for sure. Thor, though, is Thor. actually more popular than Superman as far as the movies go. Now, I All think right. that might have a little bit to do with you know, people who are doing them, you know? Yeah, you know, I'm not a you big them, fan of the Thor movies. So you got much. them Disney budgets, you know? Absolutely. You get some advertising out marketing there. thing behind it. So anyway, he's made almost $2 billion in just three movies. That is insane. That's a lot of money. His highest was the most recent one, Thor Ragnar, which made $850 million. It had a Hulk in it, but I think just briefly, I hadn't seen it yet, actually. Is that the newest one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. But uh, I gave it to him, even though Hulk is apparently in it at some point, because the title is, you know, Thor Ragnar. Uh, and the most popular movie, pop culture alien based on movie box office is 
Avatar. Avatar. But you know what? Who gives a crap? We don't like <laughs> Avatar. People don't really like Avatar. Tell me people like Avatar better than they like Chewbacca. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Well, I, Come on, man. I say $2.8 billion worth of revenue in one movie says that quite a few people like Yeah, but nobody knows who they are. I, I yeah, didn't know who the, the Navi. Navi. I, you know, I like the movie, but it's like it's kind of like you're saying there, though. It's the movie, liking the movie is not necessarily saying that's your favorite alien. It was just a really good movie. You're going to have to say know? about that. Yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah, let's let's do some honorable mentions here, man. Some you of got the great Chewbacca. aliens of all time. What about Yoda in the same oh, movie? Oh, man. You know, you got to love like, a lot of the Star Wars characters, but Yoda's huge. Chewbacca. What about some Star Trek? Spock. 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 He's awesome. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Marvin How about, the uh, Martian. Marvin the Martian. Yeah, yeah, yeah He's yeah. a cartoon, but still, it's just, uh, ain't none of them real, you know? Shadow Light. Critters. You remember that movie? I remember it vaguely. I like those movies. They're pretty cool. But, I mean, it was, was kind of scary. I mean, you had these critters that were like gremlins that would, could eat you, you know, by their shells, but then they would form into this giant ball together and roll over you and eat you. <laughs> that was insane. That's scary, man. And we got, we already mentioned so Independence Day, Day, Men in Black. Men There's in a lot Black. of aliens in there. How about Mac and Me? You remember that? Yeah, vaguely. I think it's kind of an answer to E.T., yeah. but I actually did really enjoy it. man's E.T. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And then you got the Toy Story aliens, which are technically toys, if you think about it. They are. But I mentioned them because they have their own fan page. All right. Yeah. So they're little lovable characters. You know what I'm talking about? The little three, the little green men. Oh, yeah, the little Come out of the claw. The claw. The claw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Man, we love some Toy Story. All right, man. So what do you think, John? Is there aliens actually out there, dude? Man, that'd be hard to say, Keith. I couldn't. I wouldn't be so bold to emphatically declare anything in particular. I don't have any strong empirical evidence to yeah. suggest that that's the case. I think if they are, they're not close enough that we've seen them yet, probably. Right. But the universe is unfathomably big. Absolutely. I mean, like trying. We've talked about this just recently. Trying to figure out how big the universe is is like trying to figure out how long eternity is. Exactly. You know, it's like you can't even comprehend it. Like yeah. our galaxy, which is millions of light years apart or wide, is just which a dot. Billions and billions of stars. Yeah. And the and closest constantly. one is like, what, 42 light years away or something like that? Insane. Yeah. And light travels at 186,000 feet per second or meters per second. Meters per no, second. No, is it feet? It's feet. Feet, it? something. I thought feet, it was meters. miles. It's 186,000 it miles. Miles, miles per second. Yeah. yeah, not feet. What am I talking about? It's miles, man. Look, we're your somewhat reliable miles. source of information for most things. We not make, all things. We make you want to Google it. We make we you want to Google it, dude. Yeah. We're not trying to be perfect here. Right. But it's like something that goes around the world like 16 times in a second or something like that. Or yeah. you heard something different, didn't you? Yeah, if it's 186,000 miles, the Earth's circumference was about 26,000 miles. So that'd be yeah, that'd be a good eight times, though. Okay, something, something like, like that. that. It's goes around the world multiple times in a second. In a second. That's all you need to know. Like, and so, boom, now it's and so the nearest star, if you're traveling that fast, you could go around the world multiple times in a second. It would and take you light. 42 light years. Light years or million years. years. Is it 42 light years? 42 light years. All right, we don't really know what we're talking about. It's just a long way. It's a long, like, really, your brain can't way, even dude. comprehend it. Like, don't even try. I don't think that... I don't even see human species 
ever having the technology to travel far enough to get there. I wouldn't think so. We might be able to send like a little tiny micro cell there. Or something it's like in that. the probe yeah. out there to probe the, to probe Uranus. <laughs> or any other planet that you saw fit to probe. Pluto or Jupiter probes. Right. Wait a second. Maybe Pluto's not a planet. We change that up. Some alien up there on that <laughs> star is going to be bending over to pick up the soap and be like, what the crap was that? Uh-oh. It's a probe it's from Earth. It's a micro probe from Earth. What the heck? Well, all right, Keith. Why don't you tell everybody how they can get in touch with us? Well, you can uh, email us at doyouflumadiddle at gmail.com. Yep. Find us on Facebook and Facebook. please share us. That's how we grow and get more listeners. Yeah, hit us up like on iTunes, maybe Google Play, Spotify, wherever it is, uh, directly from our website, whatever it might be. Right. Download us, like us, tell your friends about us. And rate us on iTunes. Please do. All right, Keith. All right, man. Watch out for aliens. They're coming to get you. I'm not really that scared. I'm not scared. University, we can't travel it. They can't travel it. They can't travel it. Until they get here, and then you always like, like, crap, crap, they they did. Hey, speaking of, we won't hit this today. At the end of this podcast, not the time to talk about it now, but you know what comes to mind? Uh, Orson Welles, War of the Worlds. Heck yeah, I just read that. All right, we'll try that another time. That's pretty good. Actually, I watched watched the Tom Cruise movie recently, too. Gotcha. That's pretty good. All right, grace and peace. See y'all later. Peace.